Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the To Be Fair podcast. J.J. Watt is a free man. Are the Bucks going to be all right? And pitchers and catchers are heading to spring training. Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome in to episode five of the To Be Fair podcast. Going to plug the Twitters real quick. I'm Zach. You can find me on Twitter at TBF Zach. We've got Cam with the gallon-sized water today. I'm what's new. At TBF underscore Cam. Garrett, rocking the headset per usual. Chain on. Find him on Twitter at GWillaby2. Beck, very subtle with the clothing per usual. Solid Adidas hoodie per usual. On Twitter at Alex underscore O'Brien5. Justin back in the snazzy work attire today. It's good to have him back. It's like normal again. Yes, sir. Twitter at JB Justin Blanton, and then the show on Twitter at To Be Fair Podcast, and on Instagram at To Be Fair Cast. And guys, I was thinking about it earlier. Usually, after I plug all the Twitters, I say, "Gentlemen, how are we doing?" I get a half-ass. Good, doing pretty well. So I'm gonna start asking a random question every time uh, today, and then we'll go around the horn. Today, what did everybody have for dinner? Cam, you start. Nothing. What's for dinner? <clears throat> uh, probably some noodles. <laughs> very, very <laughs> nutritious. Yeah, nothing else. Uh, mm. Maybe some jar marinade. I got you. Oh! I did have like an eight count of nuggets around yeah, like, I got three or four, Chick-fil-A. but like that was that was that kind of counts as my lunch. So <laughs> eight count nuggets snack for big man. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> I got him Chick Fil A. That's what I had. I had mm. like four though. Beck, you had Chick-fil-A? Yep. Very nice. Garrett? I had some yummy chicken Alfredo. Ooh. Without the chicken? Without the chicken, so it was Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo, hold the chicken. But I had to help out my boy Justin over here, you know. He just always had to bum off on my food. Yeah, I I, I had shrimp on it. The pro pro chef himself, J.B. Justin. J.B. with the shrimp Alfredo. Oh, Catch them out there at the Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, shout out to sixth man of the To Be Fair podcast, future future guest here to defend the Yankees one day. He uh, chefed up some steak and cheese sandwiches, and I mm. sucked that sucker down in Sounds three and a half good. bites. That's oh, it was yummy. very good. It was very good. What a week we had in the sports world. JJ Watt. Uh, parting ways with the Houston Texans, just like probably all of their fans. Uh, Justin Turner going back to the Dodgers. The Dodgers have had it with the poor cries of MLB owners, and they are not jumping on their bandwagon. And we here at To Be Fair are here for it. And uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, ice cold. Who knows if they'll survive? I think they will. But to start off with the major sports headline of the week, J.J. Watt going to be out of time. First of all, We'd like to send our condolences to the city of Houston and the sports dynasty that was Houston just a few years ago, folks. Ever since Howie Kendrick hit a home run off the foul pole, they blew a huge playoff lead to the Chiefs, and like James Harden just becoming toxic, banging trash cans, it's been a downfall. This is a short list of all-stars, potentially future Hall of Famers in their respected sports, that have left Houston in the past few years. We got George Springer, Garrett Cole, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins. Things aren't looking good for Deshaun Watson, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. So, moment of silence for the city of Houston, real quick. <clears throat> 
I mean, and thank you, and Chris Paul, and Chris Paul. <laughs> Isn't uh, Texas getting some snow today too? It's also they snowing are. in Texas. So yeah. what is going on <laughs> down there? One of my one of my boys goes to the University of Texas, and uh, he's Welcome telling me boys. that like all of his like friends are from Texas and stuff, and like there's so much snow, and everyone's taking pictures and stuff, and I'm like, hell with the snow. I've had enough of that. Yeah, I agree. Years. I want to make a comment here. This man Cam is full of some stories. Yeah, always. My so friend. Everybody. Oh, when I, I was I got, younger, I got a guy at every university. Oh yeah, all over the state. He's, it, he's lived in every state. Yeah, I know. Literally, literally. We we've got a source for like any any college sports news. If we want to like find somebody that goes to that school and get their opinion, ninety percent of the chances that Cam's got him on Snapchat. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, I've lived Connecticut, New York, Pennsylvania. D.C., like, Rhode Island, North Carolina. California. And, I mean, just across, like, not even that, just, like, also sports I've played. I've met a lot of people from everywhere. So, if you are uh, ever interested in some college sports, I'm sure I could get some. Uh, I'm sure I can connect you. Absolutely. Big uh, big location change guy. Mr. CEO. Yeah. All right, we're going to start a new segment this week. Uh, and it's not – it's not as it's not the same as this time next week that we do at the end of the show. This one's going to be this week's worst calls. We're going to do it at the beginning of every episode. It can be sports related. Doesn't have to be sports related, but uh, it's basically what went on in your life the last week, whether it was sports or not, that uh, just just wasn't a good call. Didn't work out. So uh, I'll start it off. Saturday night, we, uh, me, Cam, Jake, some of you, know, Corey. Shout out to girlfriend Corey. The amigos, we made a uh, quick run over to Sheets. For those of you that don't know what Sheets is, it's kind of like a Wawa. It's a convenience store, but it's not like your stereotypical convenience store food. Like it, they got a legit kitchen, so it's not terrible. For all my northern listeners, though, Wawa is confirmed one hundred times better than. Sheets. As a southerner, I can also agree that Wawa is better than Sheets. Sheets still gas though, but I go to Sheets. I usually get the two hot dogs. So I had to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> Went with the uh, the three tacos. Came back, was sitting on Cam's couch, uh, enjoying the tacos. The tacos were fabulous. However, the next morning, I uh, woke up, stomach wasn't feeling too good. Had a tough 15 minutes. And uh, that, yeah, it was, and, and then that 15 minutes, I decided that that was going to be my worst call of the week. So, uh, Sheets Tacos, very good in the moment, but not too good later on. Cam, give us your uh, worst call last week. Uh, I would say the worst call this past week was, uh, you know, we had a, a great festivity here at um, Mr. Willoughby's apartment. You know, just a bunch of friends being gals. And uh, we did a little karaoke action. And I don't know, recently, shout out Mr. Drew Hughes. He has put us back on to uh, Katy Perry. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I thought it would be a good idea to sing the one that got away by Katy Perry, and that was um, terrible call. Definitely <laughs> a terrible call. As I woke up the next morning to lots and lots of videos <laughs> relating to that. <laughs> so that was that for me. That was uh, this week's worst call. I don't think you and Miss Perry are on the same octane. Uh, maybe not, but <laughs> no, I like we're her. Close. I like her little shindig music she's got going on. <laughs> Beck, your worst call. We're getting back on sports. The Nuggets and Thunder were playing, I think, two nights ago. Jamal Murray pulls up half court, end of the third quarter. It, like, hits the backboard, rims in and out, and then Hamadou Diallo decides to just smack it off the rim. So it's a goal at that Nice. Guess what the final score was? Lost by three? They lost by two. two. <laughs> they, went wow. they didn't go in, so. Tough scene. All Very right. tough. Yeah. 
Garrett, what's your worst call of the week? So I know I came up with this like little segment here, but I, I'm, I'm kind of slacking, to be honest with you. But we're going to go back to sports as well with Beck and go with the, uh, the Jacksonville coaching staff about how Urban Meyer wants to bring along this guy. <laughs> what got, is he thinking? Who's got racist who's allegations got, yeah. against him. I don't <laughs> That's care. a bad take. I don't know how – I don't know – I don't care how well you know somebody. If the public thinks they're a bad guy – they're a bad guy. <laughs> That's not your move to, you know. Urban Meyer used to being the almighty and powerful, you know, college coaches usually have all the say in a program. Uh, Urban Meyer getting a taste of the NFL by making a quote-unquote bad hire. And, I mean, now you got to recover in the locker room, too. I mean, I think he resigned, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did resign. Yeah, he, like, yeah. I think he was hired for a day. 12 hours, something like <laughs> something that. Something like that, yeah. dude. That yeah. is a bad call. Yeah, the Just NFL doesn't need that look. Just nope. about as long as Jared Porter was our GM. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. All Mr. JB, bad call of the week. Well, another <laughs> betting bad call. Um, we'll yeah, look, good the, look good in the moment. Yeah, yeah. It, looked, it looked very good in the moment. Lakers playing last night. Uh, I bet the other team first, uh, first quarter won that one. I decided I had $66 available, and I was like, well, screw it. I'm throwing it all on the Lakers' money line for halftime. They got up like eight with like nine minutes to go, and I think they lost by 11 and a half. Two minutes later after he plays it. Yeah, two minutes later. <laughs> AD <players>. goes down. <laughs> yeah, AD goes down. LeBron's on the bench, so it just was a complete failure. They ended up losing by 12. The glass yeah. sculpture comes crumbling down yet again. Was it for the halftime money line or halftime money line? Damn, so they blew that in one quarter? Yeah. Tough. That is a AD and that's and looked really good. That's tough. You're right. looks good, but man, bad call. Yeah, not good. All righty. Let's go ahead and jump into it. We'll start off like we do most times with the NFL, and obviously, you know, we've already harped on a little bit. Major headline out of the NFL, J.J. Watt, is uh, released by the Houston Texans. Um, good for J.J. Um, I think he knew that he's not, you know, I'm not here for your rebuild, and he's only got so much longer left in him. Uh, big question mark on where he's going to end up. want to get everybody's takes on where he ends up. Just going to throw it out there. That the assumed, you know, the assumed role that JJ wants to be is obviously a star, but he wants to take his talents to a contender because he's made his money, um, and he's only got so much longer. But he wants that ring. So some of the places that make sense for him uh, to go to that are already contenders, he can go home to Wisconsin and play with the Packers. He can go play with his brothers in Pittsburgh. His wife plays professional soccer in Chicago, so he can go to Bear Down, Chicago Bears. Uh, or he can go play with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay with what is arguably already the best defensive line in the NFL. So let's go around the horn. Where does everybody think he's ending up? If it's not one of those teams, I can't blame you, but I think it's one of those teams. Cam, start it off. Well, <clears throat> I just simply do not think it would be smart of him to go to the Buccaneers. There's way too much going on there on defense already. But – you know, I'm getting ready for everyone to jump down my throat when I say this Don't one. Don't say the Eagles. Wait, do not say, do not say the Eagles. Listen, Jason Kelsey no, think and about it. Lane Johnson are both very good friends with Mr. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt has friends on every he, team, I'm okay, sure. Okay, yes, but I'm saying that according from what I've seen, there on have Phil, been, On Philadelphia Twitter? There has been Eagle, <laughs> yeah, there has been Eagles Instagram. fans yeah. accounts that say that there All is rumor that <laughs> Up regarding JJ Watt, and let's just say if he comes to the if he comes to Philadelphia, I will be one happy guy. You guys should have just put a trade. It's, it's not realistic, together. but 
Please come to Philly. You should have just put a trade package together. You know, send Carson Wentz, get Deshaun, and JJ. I don't know why you guys didn't try yeah, that. Yeah, well, if, if only it was ABC 1, 2, 3. All right, <laughs> sit back. You're going Eagles for sure. You're you're truly predicting it's, it's, Eagles? It's, it's optimistic. Glad. Rare I, for I, Philadelphia, I wanna, but wanna, hey, go, be, go for instead, it. Go the, get your guy. Instead of the basic ice cream flavor, I'm looking for something. A little Rocky like, Road action like right here? Oh, like love it. All righty, Beck. Where's J.J. Watt going? Going very play on the ice cream. I think he's going back to his home in Green Bay. I think it's a good fit for them because he's not going to be that dude on that defensive line. They got other guys like Darius Smith and company. So, And he also did not have a great year. I mean, what, he had like five sacks, I think. I think he was hurt a little bit. So he didn't have – I mean, he's also he was aging. He hurt a lot of bit. Yeah. He's also aging, so, I mean, putting him behind the line or on the line with – a lot of good other pass rushers is going to help him perform at a higher level already at a high level that Eric performs at. So I think that'd be a good fit. Beck says Packers. All right, Mr. Willoughby, where are you thinking? Um, I see a lot of people saying that he's going to end up at uh, Pittsburgh with his brother. But I don't, I don't see that. I also agree with Beck on the Packers. He wants to be a star like he always has been. And that might be the missing piece they need right there on Could the defensive be. line. So. We'll see where he ends up, but I don't think he's going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> JB. Well, if Cam says he's going to the Eagles, stop. I should, I should stop. <laughs> no, stop. No, stop. There's no, no, there's no shot. There's no shot. I'm not saying that. I think he goes with his brothers. Um, why not just go play with your brothers? They have a pretty good defense, pretty decent offense. I think they have a good chance to compete next year, get to the Super Bowl. So, I think he ends up at the Steelers. Uh, I think – well, for the fact, I mean, so J.J. Watt is turning down $17.5 million, I believe, from the Texans, uh, and he knows that with the current stage he's at in his career and the provenness to, you know, get hurt, he knows he's not going to get close to $17.5 million, but he's fine with that because he wants the ring. Shout out J.J. Watt. The ring is more than $10 million to him. You'll love to see it. Um, I, think, I think the Steelers are going to have some needs to fill on offense. Uh, whether that be through the draft or what. But if and if the Steelers are gonna say sorry, JJ, we can't find six million dollars to cut or whatever to put you on the team, then the Steelers don't deserve to have JJ Watt or one of the best defensive lines in the league. But uh at the end of the day, as we sit here today on February fifteenth, I'm gonna predict that he's going to play with his brothers in uh in Pittsburgh. Agreed. Agreed. Speaking of Pittsburgh, uh, legendary center Marquise Pouncey retires. Uh, not good for their O-line, just in depth and at overall talent, but uh, also a leader in that locker room for sure. Uh, arguably one of the best centers to ever do it, Marquise Pouncey. Anybody got anything on Marquise Pouncey they want to add other than what was stated? I think no. he's been in Madden I think he's been in Madden NFL games probably since I had a Wii. Yeah, and always, like, the highest overall center. Yeah. Yeah, so that explains enough. That's going to hurt them pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's a captain. That's a, that's a locker room guy. So, Big Ben's going to step it up, hopefully, for them. All righty. Sticking to the Texans. They're still holding on to Deshaun Watson. Um, reports have said that, uh, you know, the Texans have a history of taking a while to get back. Like, apparently it's, the, like, the thing of the Texans is to – you're going to send us a trade offer. I will get back to you in two weeks or whatever. Like, apparently, 
the Texans aren't answering the phone if it's about Deshaun Watson. So. That sounds like our buddy Cam here in fantasy. Oh, let's do a trade. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll send you one. Okay, that looks good. Let me sit on it for a couple weeks. No, 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 no. I'm going to stand. Yeah, but when he sends one, he's hovering over you while you're sitting on the All couch. Right, listen, listen, you're you going to talk about trades, buddy. You do not talk about trades. Me and me with trades? Yeah. I tried to trade for Draymond Green and count you with Zion and Tatum. Like, yeah, no, exactly. I was like, you sent me some BS, so I'm going to send okay. you even. No, stop, stop. No, yours wasn't BS, but you were going to win the trade, and I was like, no. I'm sending you Draymond. You want Draymond? Give me Tatum and Zion. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to take it, but hey, I had to send my message. I know it was a little off topic, but I had to throw that in there. Had, had yeah, to. Had to. Yeah, some very interesting uh, trades in the fantasy basketball this year. Um, yeah, Texans still holding on to Watson. Let's see how that develops, especially now that they now they got J.J. Watt out of town. So I'm sure that makes Deshaun even more willing to leave Houston. Yeah. Um... Urban Meyer, uh, talked about him a little bit earlier with uh, with the potential attempt at a signing of a potentially racist strength coach. Uh, Trevor Lawrence's pro day was the other day. He was doing it early because he's uh, he's getting surgery done. He had surgery done, and but he's getting it done early. And Urban Meyer was basically inside the same shirt as Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't know why anybody else sent scouts to go watch Trevor Lawrence. I mean, if you, I mean, if you got the 14th pick, why are you going? Because yeah. there's no way he falls to two. No, no, no shot. He, I mean, because he's getting, he had that surgery done on his left shoulder, so it's not his throwing shoulder. So hopefully, they're saying he'll be able to throw a football in the next few weeks, but it's going to be five to six months for total recovery, which does have him ready for training camp. Um, would any of you be hesitant to draft him one overall after this shoulder surgery? No. Absolutely not. not. At all. You can't not take him because then if you take him and he's a bust, it's like – Then you – that's his fault. He was the consensus number one pick. Yeah. He's, a, he's a generational talent. You can't not take him and then watch him be great. Yeah. They, somewhere uh, else, yeah. The clip of him doing his last throw at his pro day where he ran like 35 yards around in the backfield and then threw one 65 yards downfield and put it in a bread basket was uh, very Patrick Mahomes-like. And I think anybody would have uh, – if the NFL did a redraft, I think anybody would take Patrick Mahomes one overall. So He's just got some better hair, though. I know that. God, that hair is that so hair. sexy. Head and shoulders <laughs> uh, commercial coming? Yeah, tro- yeah seriously. Oh, definitely. definitely. I, there's no way he's just a head and shoulders guy. What else do you think he is? I don't he, know. He's carrying him, man. Some, some Pantene some or something? He's definitely, something. like, he's definitely put way too much into Like, him and his girlfriend are definitely using the same kind of shampoo. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's going to put that million-dollar stud nutrition and body's going to put it into his hair. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm a head and shoulders guy, and I got solid hair, but, like, I mean, come on, it's Trevor Lawrence, bro. Like, he's not he's not throwing a $6 bottle of green apple shampoo in that hair. No, <laughs> no shit. Not with them golden locks, he's no. not. <laughs> no. He did, I don't know if you guys ever saw about that presentation he did at Clemson where he's standing in front of the class and the board behind him says, uh, how I get my hair to look this good, by touchdown Trevor Lawrence or something like that. <laughs> and I first saw it and I thought it was edited, but apparently it wasn't edited. Um, we'll go around the horn. I wanted to get to this last week, but uh, we didn't have time in the NFL segment. Uh, but we're going to do the way-too-early division winners. A lot of free agency, a lot of trades to be done. But as we sit here today, like I said, on February 15th, let's go around the horn and get everybody's predictions for who's going to win each division. Uh, we'll start it off with the AFC East. 
So we got the Bills, Dolphins, Pats, and Jets. Uh, everybody just take your turn. Go around. Say who you think is going to win. Give a sentence or two on why. Camp started off. Bills Mafia, no doubt. That defense is stellar. That offense is even better. And Josh Allen has had his time in the playoffs to lose, and he's going to bounce back and ball out. All right. Beck? Agree with the Bills, but if Deshaun Watson goes to the Dolphins, I think that can get shook up a little bit. But obviously that's not happened yet, so I can't say that. So Bills Mafia, let's ride. I'm also the Bills. Let's just keep it going. Uh, Bills Mafia next. I'm going the Bills as well. Uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago, how they're maybe a running back away, like a good running back away from uh, Super Bowl contenders like they have been. Uh, however, you know, like Beck touched on, if Deshaun goes to the Dolphins, that switches things. Uh, if the Patriots do get Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, that really changes things. Um, if Trevor Lawrence is falling to the number two pick somehow in the second coming of Jesus Christ, that changes things. But uh, it's going to take a miracle for the Bills not to win. All right, let's go AFC West. Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. Cam lead it off again. Chiefs, I mean, that's literally no brainer. Not much to say. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Don. I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'm going to get hot. <laughs> chirp, I'm just kidding. I'm chirp, going with the Chiefs. Crickets, yeah. Raiders, they had the Chiefs number last season. They could, they could come in and talk to people. <laughs> you really think the Raiders? Not really, but I think they can make a run out. I mean, maybe if we're playing Madden. And you yeah, do like a fantasy If, if I'm the Raiders and Beck's the Chiefs, then, yeah, they got a chance. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll go Chiefs. Even though they split one and one with the Raiders, the Raiders still went five hundred, and uh, the Ra- the Raiders have a question on who's going to be their quarterback. Uh, I think they would have to flip whichever. Like if they're going to play Derek Carr, they're going to have to flip Mariota for five Pro Bowlers, or vice versa to compete with the Chiefs. What, um, if, what if they get Juju? I don't think that, I don't think that solves it. I don't think that makes up for. Uh, They're also one of the biggest disappointments in football every year. Yeah, yeah, they hype them up and then nothing happens. Yeah, I also think. I mean, obviously these teams are playing the Chiefs a lot, but outside of the Chiefs, this might be the worst division in football. But they got the Chiefs, so it's all okay. True. Alrighty, AFC North, the team that put three teams in the playoff, the division that put three teams in the playoffs this year. Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bungles. Cam. The Browns. And the reason why I say this is because Baker Mayfield finally figured it out. They have Kareem Hunt. They got Nick Chubb. They got a healthy OBJ coming back. I'm sure he's going to be really happy considering the way Baker played. That defense is pretty solid. Big Ben's falling off. Lamar Jackson's overhyped, and that's that. Very good. Is that Colts in there? No. Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. What? Is there a fourth division? Yeah, there's one more. Yeah, okay. This isn't this isn't it. baseball. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm agree with Cam on the Browns. I think Steelers are not really putting it together with Big Ben at quarterback, and I also agree that Lamar is overhyped. Their passing offense is better with the second string in there. So, yeah. On to you, Garrett. Um, I was gonna say the Ravens, but they're never consistent. I mean, they get to the playoffs and pretty much lose every time in the first round. So I'm probably going to go with the Browns as well. Justin. Also the Browns. They, I love this. They picked it up at the, at the end of the year. They're just going to keep rolling, and they're going to have a great season. I'm also going to go with the Browns just because, um, you know, the Steelers started 11-0, and 11-0 and is no fluke. But the offense showed struggles. Juju might be out of time. Um, however, they might be getting J.J. Watt. So 
There's a lot of question marks to be answered in the AFC North. I think it's going to be um, good old-fashioned AFC North, bunch of defense football. But I really like the Browns, and I really, really like the fact that we all like the Browns. I think, uh, you know, for the fact that a lot of us are fans of different teams, the fact that, the like, the Browns don't really impact any of our favorite teams. So I think the Browns should be the official NFL team of the To Be Fair podcast. Can we get an agreement on that? Sure. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, no, we're all rooting for the Browns. Come on. All right, let's go. We're all rooting N- for the NFC, Browns. NFC, NFC, yeah. NFC, 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 yeah. NFC. Like the, Browns, a- like the Browns aren't going to impact us until the Super Bowl. So. I like the excitement surrounding them. Yes. So I will say that all I'm right. a fan. To Be Fair podcast is here boy, for the Browns. Yes, Cleveland Steamers. AFC South, Tennessee Titans, Colts, Texans, Jaguars. I might have an, mm, I don't know. I was going to say worst division in football, but the Titans and Colts are better than the Chiefs and Raiders, so I'll stick with AFC West. All right. Cam, who's winning the AFC South? Colts. Uh, I think the Titans don't have the defense to do it again. Derrick Henry is pretty incredible, but Tannehill also is a little overhyped considering he really did not do too well in that playoff game. And I feel like with that Colts defense, it's going to translate into offense this year, especially with uh, the young guys, Naheem Hines, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Who's the backup for the Colts now? Because Rivers just retired. He's not going to start, though. Yeah, Yeah. the thing is, I mean – if they're if he's gonna the culture not if they're gonna trade for Wentz, which is like what's supposedly supposed to happen, him and Frank Reich get along really well, and I feel like Wentz will definitely return to his normal form. So the, the Colts. Colts will add a quarterback before the season. Yeah, starts. that's that's, that's sure. fair enough. Beck? Uh Cam pretty much nailed it on the head. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I think they are probably up there in top three, four favorites to win that AFC title with that defense and then that offense with the complete. Package, I guess you could say, and if they end up do getting Wentz and he plays like 2017 or 2018, whatever it was, anything he, other than 2020, literally anything other yeah. than 2020, they'll be pretty good. Alrighty, Mr. Willoughby. I like the Colts defense, but I'm gonna go with the Titans. The Titans has got some. I mean, you can't stop Derrick Henry and Tannehill, man. They sleep on Tannehill, and we're gonna we're gonna go with the Titans right here. Justin, I'm going with the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is bringing him to the moon. He's going. Mark it, you heard it here first. You're right taking now. the Jags? Jags. You're taking a 1-15 in 15 you're, you're team. You're taking Trevor Lawrence. Right, hey, Trevor Lawrence. Khan, owner of the Jags, and JB chilling on the yacht. His his idea is not terrible considering that offense no, is actually pretty good. Defense is dog shit. Trevor okay, Lawrence yeah. to the moon. It's Defense is definitely terrible, but you never know. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, not, the ball. you're not yeah. adding Trevor Lawrence to that offense and being better than the Colts and Titans right off the Just bat. We will see. Matter of time. In yes. my opinion, for Justin, it's either it's going to be a big ha ha f you guys, or it's going to be yeah. we're all going to yeah. yeah. High high risk, high reward. Guys, for the Raiders, the Raiders win that division. No. We'll be sitting here a year from now, and I'll be laughing in your guys' faces. Oh. Yep. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Colts as well. Uh, stellar defense, good running game, fantastic O-line. Uh, T.Y. Hilton probably isn't going to win you a Super Bowl at wide receiver one, but at wide receiver two definitely. So if they go out and trade or sign a QB uh, and then draft some young wide receivers, I think that team's got a uh, true shot to you know compete with the Bills and the Chiefs and make a shot at the AFC title. So uh, I'll go close for the AFC South. Let's swing it over to the – National Football Conference. We're going to start it off with the NFC Beast, 
We've got football team, Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles. What a division Mr. there. Mr. Philly, start it off. All right, so I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say the football team and the Giants are going to come down to a wire in, a, in like some sort of game that was a tiebreaker for them. And unfortunately, as much as I'd love to say the Eagles, they're kind of in a very odd spot. So unless we have some sort of crazy offseason, the football team and the Giants are going to be the top two there, and I don't know which one it'll be. All right, Beck. All right, I think you guys know what I'm going to say. I'm going to go with my Giants. Joe Judge had us looking very good in the second half. Daniel Jones had a little injury problems, but with his legs and how his turnover problems were not as much of a problem in the second half of the season, I think that they could be a, a competitive team and a weak division, and it is pretty weak. Hopefully the Redskins – nope, sorry, football team, don't get a quarterback because that's going to make it a lot harder for us. <laughs> All righty. I'm going to go with the most mediocre – mascot in sports history, the football team. <laughs> go ahead, Justin. I'm going to go if Dax is healthy 100% and he's back and Zeke stays healthy, I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> no, that defense has got Shut up, Eagles fan. <laughs> uh, I, the Cowboys definitely have the most talented offense, especially if Dak's healthy between him, Zeke, who even had a bad year last year, but uh, you know, 2020, you throw it out the window, and TD Lamb. But, yeah, that defense sucks. Um, I like football team. If nothing else changes between now and, you know, the season, I'd take football team. But if they go get a quarterback, um, I definitely like football team. I think with that defense, they can still win it with Heineke. But if they go get little, pretty much anybody else, they, can, uh, they could maybe potentially run away with it and not be holding their breath on the last week of the season. Alrighty. NFC West. Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers. Rams. Uh, the Seahawks are always a good team, but with that like weird relationship between Russell Wilson and the offensive line, him complaining about getting hit too much, and Matthew Stafford going to the Rams, and along with that offense and stellar defense, it's the Rams 100%. Cam's not going to like this, but I think the 49ers are going to win the division. <laughs> yep. They've been there before. No, it's not bad. They just got to stay healthy and kind of find their identity. Again. Get a quarterback. Now Garoppolo. Yeah, if that's what you want for the fact you got $50 on them not to make the Super Bowl. Shout out Al, baby. I'm, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go with the Seahawks, man. They got all the weapons. They got Russell Wilson. I mean, you got to prove you can beat them before you beat them. Do they have Russell Wilson? If he's Hopefully. traded, is, there's no way. I think you'll have yeah. yeah, I highly doubt they trade him. but I think the only reason he's saying what he's saying is – He's saying, go get me O-line. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Justin? I, I hate agreeing with Cam, but I got to go Rams. I think they're just too powerful, and I think they got it. Uh, I think any of these four teams could win this division, and it wouldn't be a shock. I think this is probably going to be the NL East of the NFL. Um, you know, you're looking at the team at the bottom, went 6-10 and 10 with no quarterback, COVID, and injuries. So they can get healthy again and get a quarterback. They can win it. The Cardinals have D-Hop and Kyler Murray. Uh, they can win it. The Rams made a big move to get um, Matt Stafford. They can win it, especially with that defense. And the Seahawks have probably the best one-two punch at wide receiver in the league. And Russell Wilson, that defense sucks, though. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if any of these teams won. But uh, I'll go Rams. Yes, I'm going to go Rams. 
All right. NFC North. Cameron. Uh, probably the Bucks, obviously. And the NFC North, they're going to win the NFC North. That's on the NFC North. Out of Florida. The team from Florida is going to win the NFC North. Very good. The one time I don't list all the teams, I'll – here you go. I honestly thought that was the fourth division. Packers, Bears, Bears, Vikings, Lions. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, done. Beck? Bears. I like that. Bear down. Yep. I'm going to go with the Packers. Packers. Uh, I'll go Packers unless J.J. Watt goes to the Bears and they get a quarterback. I'm riding Mitch Trubisky, damn it. Mitch Mitch doesn't suck like he sucked before. Confirmed. But Montgomery is still a very solid running back. He's probably going to be top five next year. Yeah, all the giggles I got, though, about playing David Montgomery on my fantasy And guess what? He still did nothing for you when he was on your team. And you traded him and he started doing good. Yeah, I was about to say that. the, uh, (laughs) The story of my fantasy team. The Bears, the Bears will be better than 8-8, eight and eight, I feel like, especially if they get J.J. Watt, but it's the Packers division. All right, NFC South, Saints, Bucks, Panthers, Falcons. Cameron. Bucks, Tom Brady. Bucks. Great. Bucks. Uh, I'm indifferent here. I, I think Drew Brees, if he doesn't retire. He's retired. You think he's retiring? <laughs> well, he, he, he hasn't said, said yeah, so yet. He said he was going to retire, but he never officially retired. So. so if he comes back, I say the Saints. If not, which probably won't, Bucks. I hate to say it as a Panthers fan, but they suck, so I got to go Bucks. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks too. Only way uh, – I'll make the Panthers remarks here. Only way we get it done is if we trade for a great quarterback uh, and the defense continues to improve and the Bucks have a lot of injuries. But that's that. So, yeah, that's a way too early NFL predictions. We will do predictions again before week one, and then we will look back after the Super Bowl – next year and uh, laugh at our predictions for the way too early's and the week ones. And uh, one final thing before we move on with the show and uh, get out of the NFL, RIP to Vincent Jackson. He was found dead today. Uh, a very sneaky good player growing up through our youth. Uh, he was a three-time Pro Bowler. Had uh, just under 10,000 career yards in the passing game. 57 touchdowns and he did that in 13 years but uh, truly 11 years because his rookie year he didn't start playing until late and his last year he only played in like four or five games. So, yeah, a very sneaky good player. Rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Yep. Anybody want to add anything? No. All right. Sad. I said, you know, Cam sent a screenshot of this notification in our group chat earlier and I said, I'm tired of doing the RIPs. And when I said that, I was like, that sounds extremely messed up. But I meant that in the way of I'm tired of having to – Say RIP. I feel like people dying. I feel like we've done one at least once a week. I think we've definitely. Yeah, either somebody has died or we recognized Kobe's. So, yeah. Indeed. It sucks. All righty. That's the NFL. Let's talk NBA. Milwaukee Bucks, four-game losing streak. Are they going to be all right? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have Giannis, pretty incredible player. I really don't like him, but he's just – Unstoppable. And Drew Holiday also has COVID, so yes, my fantasy you're team asking, is well aware. You're asking people like Brandon Forbes to play more minutes, even though he shouldn't, and that's a huge blow to your team. Considering that's probably your number two or three guy. So Chris Middleton has also been out, right? Yeah, he's been out for a little bit. I think he just came back. I think him. Holiday was out because contact tracing to him. I don't yeah, know. Reg- regardless of the box of the box, Eastern Conference isn't really that deep of a conference. They'll bounce back. All right. So everybody's everybody's still okay with the Bucks. Yeah, that'd be all right. 
James Harden said in a uh, in an interview that he didn't want things to end the way they did in Houston, which is very strange for a guy that was getting on a private jet hours before tip-off and going on a day trip to Vegas and flying back to Houston for the game or wherever the game was. Um, James Harden, what the hell? He wanted to be out of there. He, just, he loves Houston, but he just wanted to be out of there. Yeah, you could you could see it too, definitely. But made him the player he is today. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he did say that the reason why he lashed out like that was because that's how like league officials would respond or like his team officials would respond to him getting out of there. And he said that that's the unfortunate culture that the NBA has made, and that's true across all sports. So I'm yes. sure he Houston definitely has a special place in his heart, but he wanted out. Is Deshaun Watson on the same same trajectory? Can't get out of Houston, so he turns into a fat guy. <laughs> Would hate to see that for Deshaun, but I mean, yeah, make your make your statement. Get out of there, Deshaun. Follow James. Go to the Giants or the Jets or something. Who knows? Alrighty, uh, Andre Drummond announced that he will be sitting for the Cavs until he's dealt. Uh, sad for multiple time All Star Andre Drummond. Extremely sad for Colin Sexton who is a stud on a terrible team that doesn't care about winning. And even though Colin Sexton is extremely young and has plenty of time left in this league, it seems like the Cavs are never going to want to win. I mean, Drummond's on an expiring deal. They're trying to package him to a contender to get some form at least. And then you kind of give the keys to Jared Allen, which I, yeah. I, agree, I agree I mean, with. I agree with you have Thon Maker as well over there. Like, you have like four or five big men. Yeah, like, way I mean, too many people that could kind of be a good – young piece for many franchises in the NBA. You're either going to let him walk or you're going to buy him out and get something for him. Right. Not a bad – yeah, not a bad isn't, uh, isn't Blake Griffin in the same situation right now? Yeah, well, Blake Griffin's actually going to – yeah, he's going to start sitting pretty soon. Okay. Shout out my fantasy team. Yeah, I saw that earlier today, and, too. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't really belong there, but the thing is I don't know what they're expecting to get from him because he's having one of his worst years of all time. And he's got the and worst he also, contract of all time. He's got the worst contract of all time, and the icing on the cake is all of those injuries he had. Like, he's, he's just simply not the same player. He, yeah. he has no balance, and that's what was his biggest thing. Who do you guys think is going to be buying for a uh, experienced big man like Andre Drummond or Blake Griffin? Celtics should be all yes. in on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> do not. All right, do look, not. as much as – we, I mean, I don't dislike the Celtics here, but Cam despises them, and as much as we despise them, the Celtics look absolutely terrible right now. They're thirteen and thirteen. They just came off the two. I mean, did they lose to the Pistons? No, Ness, Ness lost this. They lost the Wizards. Terrible loss. They just need to. They need to find a big man because they've they, got too much talent not to be winning. I yeah. mean, the only team that's apparently put together anything that the. Cavs like is the Raptors, and I'm completely okay with that because they still won't contend. And you're with gonna, I mean, as a Celtics, you've been looking for a big man for. No, keep Tristan Thompson. All right, look, it's all right. We're keeping, we're keeping this serious right now, man. I mean, this we're is. Looking at, I mean, guess what? They they didn't take it too seriously when they uh, sent Hayward for uh, Miles Turner and Doug McDermott. They didn't take that too seriously, so don't take this too okay, seriously. Well, Tough shit. Don't matter. Obviously, turned out to fuck be the like Celtics. <laughs> case closed. I think if uh, I think. You know, if the Celtics are in need of somebody that will have a chance of slowing down Joel Embiid in a playoff series, the answer is Andre Drummond. I'm not. I'm not saying that Joel still won't drop twenty points a night in that series, but I'd rather have. I'd rather be giving up twenty points a night than thirty five, as opposed to what he might be dropping. Still might be scoring thirty five or thirty. Yeah, but yeah. I, I say ship the man to Charlotte. Send Cody no. Zeller and just Cody's whoever else. A good year. I don't care. 
Um, also, Drummond gonna, is what we need. Uh, I'm going to throw this one out there. Six and one record. Joel Embiid has against Andre Drummond. Okay. Okay. Right, we're just making a thing that a big man guarding a big man. That's who you sports. want guarding the big man. Yeah, of course. Alrighty. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why want big man? Anthony Davis going to be out for two to three weeks. Not good for the Lake Show. However, don't matter. Lake Show get to the playoffs healthy. They're going to the finals healthy. Do we agree? They got to get there healthy first. Got to get there. I don't see them cakewalk into the finals. Actually, you know what? Completely forgot about them because the rest of the world did. Denver Nuggets. Haven't they won like a lot of games, like 16 (laughs) in the last 17 years? Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. Jazz. 22 and 5 at the top of the West, number one in the power rankings. Yeah. And the Phoenix Suns. Are they nice? The Suns Suns are are incredible. They're good. Devin Booker, Chris Paul needs that ring. DeAndre, and they're, they're not going to win a ring, but they did beat the Sixers in the Sixers. No, the I would games. love to Probably see. At the end of the day, is you're trying to beat the Lakers, and you don't have anyone yeah. that can guard LeBron or no. even AD. Like the Jazz are probably one of the best defensive teams in the league, but you, what are you going to put Bogdanovich or Royce O'Neal on LeBron? Like yeah. Royce well, O'Neal's a three and D, bro. You're, you're not, good. you're not stopping LeBron with Royce O'Neal. Let them trade for Drummond. Let the Jazz trade for Drummond. That's just mm, not that could, I, mean, I don't care. It's obvious that I'm the football and baseball guy here. So <laughs> my, and whenever I speak during basketball uh, segments, it's pew, pew, shot in the dark. But hey, well, it plays. Lakers could also buy out Drummond. I mean, their big man situation is really not good. And if AD is out for an extensive amount of time, hammer it. There's no way. They're, they're probably going to send a lot of players to get Drummond from the Lakers. They're going to ask a lot. Well, I mean, what do you not think? Too, it's they not got too death. much because he's an expiring contract. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys... You throw a second-round pick in, like, Wesley Matthews, tootaloo. For that's, Drummond? That's not going to... They definitely will, though. They're no. going to get... They want to get rid of him anyway. They're anyways. getting a first-round pick for Andre Drummond. If yeah, their main goal was to let his... con Like, to get rid of his contract, then they're not going to... They're not going to, like... They just let him go till the end of the season and let his contract expire and let him take a hike. But if they're trying to... Get him out of there before the season's over, and truly leave Colin Sexton to his uh, to his own. Then they're gonna want something, and even if it is just a few picks and a few scrubs, they well, want something. In conclusion, hope AD gets healthy. Great player, and Andre Drummond, please stay away from the Celtics. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, talk a little bit of baseball. Winding down here, folks. Pitchers and catchers are heading to Florida and Arizona this week. I am extremely excited. I know spring training for a month is, like, not huge, but I'm going to be able to refresh Twitter at night and see MLB highlights, and that's going to make me sleep better at night. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful time. Cannot wait. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure Eduardo Rodriguez will be reporting, too. I sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Not too many huge uh, MLB free agency or trade bombs this week, obviously, as most everything's wrapped up. Uh, Still got a few guys out there, though. Uh, we got James Paxton, Big Maple, going to the Mariners. I like it for the Mariners for the fact that that's my AL team. But, like, James Paxton was probably was definitely a top five MLB free agent this year. And the fact that he went to the Mariners is not, like, good for baseball. Well, he won a lot of money, and he's just not kind of what he used to be. I mean, it's not – he still still has it, but it's you're paying a lot for – it's high risk, high reward, basically. I mean, if you're the Mariners – and you already had this dude, I think you could take a shot on it. All right, Beck, are you – are you? how do you feel that Steve Cohen was outbid by the Mariners? I know that I know that James Paxton for $9 million would have been a stretch, but I think that would have been a reasonable and good stretch for the Mets. I mean, we have a lot of depth at the pitching position. 
I don't think Paxton is. Obviously, we're rumored to get him or to talk to him, but I mean, it was him and Tajon Walker, Taewon Walker. Yeah. So I feel like now that he's off the market, I think Taewon, how we say Walker. his name? Yeah, he's. he's Oda Rizzi's still out there as well. Oda Rizzi, because we got Hefner as our pitching coach, so maybe Trevor May could link him to the match. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think the Mets, they don't need to go get another guy, but after what Bauer did, it would still be of, nice. They still got a lot of people. Because once yeah. Syndergaard comes back, like the, all these pitchers that you're picking up kind of don't Right. Really Trade him at the deadline for Chris Bryant. Could be sexy. Could be very sexy for the Mets. Very sexy. I just hope we don't overpay because they're rumored that they want our pitching prospect, or not pitching, catching prospect, Francisco Alvarez, who's already number 48 in the mm. top 100, and I think he's 19, so... Dang. Yeah, don't want to give that don't up. Don't want to get... We've had, like, two good catchers in my whole life, <laughs> and one of them is now catching for us. Mm. Fair enough. All righty. Uh, Jason Kipnis going to the Braves on a minor league deal. Uh, this is going to be great for the Nationals once they trade Ozzy Albies to the Nationals <laughs> Shut for, up. Uh, Shut up. Nope. for Cracker Stop. Jacks, and then they got a guy to bring up to second base. Anything else on Kipnis? I love that he's a, we're getting a veteran bench player. You think he'll make the 40-man? I think he makes the 40-man. I think he's going to be our, our bench player. Him and Pablo will be best buds. Yeah. It might be, but I think it's good for the dugout and good for the team that we can get a That's right. Player. After you guys cut Freddie Freeman and put Pablo at first and – Send Ozzy to. Can you just shut up, please? Washington for <laughs> shut up for a uh, Coke machine. Um, Justin Turner returning to the Dodgers. Uh, it seemed like the obvious fit the entire off season, and then the Dodgers started spending a little bit, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, they want to avoid the luxury tax." The Dodgers said, "Shut the hell up! Nobody cares about the luxury tax." It's like being, you know, in a sarcastic way for the fact that everybody cares about the luxury tax, tax except the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the only team over the luxury tax right now, and they're over it by like $40 million. Dodgers oh, don't geez. care. Dodgers want to go get another ring. Dodger going to Dodger. love it. I don't love that it's the Dodgers. I'm pretty neutral about the Dodgers. Yeah. I hated them. Then Howie Kendrick hit a grand slam against them, so I had less reason to hate them, so I'm okay with the Dodgers now. But I love the moves by the Dodgers to compete. Um you know, the Padres made a bunch of moves, and then the Dodgers said, real cute, we got Bauer, and we got our guy back at third base. How does everybody feel about, you know, most sports have a hard salary cap. Uh, baseball, obviously, you can spend as much money as you want, uh, but there's the luxury tax where they start taking money and picks away, depending on how many years you're over the luxury tax. Um, I personally like that. How do you guys like that compared to a hard cap? I like it. I mean, it gives a team to – Spend money, and you got to spend money to be good. So if they want to spend that, all that money to be good, then why not let everybody do it? And everybody can do it. So, but I also like. Then you say they take picks away for after so many years. After yeah. three years, you start losing. I picks. like that too because there's still kind of a uh, a consequence for it. Like you can't just yeah. go out and spend right, all the money you can in the world. That and, stopped the kind of Yankees evil empire in the early 2000s yeah. of we're taking your picks away. Like after three, like. Teams will do it for one or two years, but it's after the third year where they, like, if you're $40 million over, you're getting taxed $20 because you get taxed half to the dollar after you go over after three years and you start losing picks. Yeah. So I think it's perfect on how 
balanced. Yeah, there's slaps on the wrist, yeah. but like you're not going to let a team just spend hundreds of millions each year and yeah, be and be good for ten straight years yeah. and no penalty. So you give them a couple years to be good, and then it's like, all right, y'all got to calm down. Like you got to start. Because also, picks. I mean, plus most teams don't want to like lose picks or like lose any incentives, so they're going to make sure that they follow the rules. But at the same time, it allows for that like little room of flexibility. Right. Yeah. I think picks are the perfect thing to take away since you can't trade picks in baseball, but. Uh, your prospects and farm system is so huge in trades and stuff. So, I mean, a, a pick is a prospect. So, yeah. Yep. And I think spending in baseball is only going to go up. Uh, there's young guys. I mean, you know, I mean, we've seen AAV records get broken in two straight free agencies. We saw Garrett Cole set a new record last year. Trevor Bauer broke him this year. So, spending's only going up. Um, Tatis and Soto are going to be pushing $50 million a year, which is insane to think about. So let them spend. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Do you think the MLB needs a salary minimum? Extreme yes out of me right now. I couldn't say yes more. As, you, a, as opposed to what? Like, like the MLB does not say, hey, Pittsburgh Pirates, whose entire, entire salary is less than Trevor Bauer's contract this year, you guys are okay. You don't need to spend at least – $60 million on contracts this year. Do you guys think we should put in a, a required minimum? That's kind of like a tough spot. Yeah, that's, that's hard. It's, it's kind of hard. Like, I completely see where you're coming from, but it's hard to tell a team to spend money because they there's no reason for It's the their money. There's no reason for the Pirates to spend money right now. They suck. Why would they want to spend their money? And, and like, that's, the, that's what I was saying about is like there's teams out there that are like, hey, we're not going to be good now, but we're uh, we're – having a lot of money come off the books in two years, and we've got guys in the farm system who are also going to be coming up in two years. But, like, there's teams like the Texas Rangers and the Pirates, and, like, I know bad contracts happen and bad trades happen, but, like, they never spend money, and it's like they never have a plan to be good. So, yeah. I, do, I see both sides of it, but, it, like, like Beck's saying, it's like – It's kind it's, of tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be terrible, be terrible. Be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to tell somebody they have to spend their money, but, like – just for baseball, like, it's so much better because, like, we can't grow the game if there's, you know, one-third or one-fourth of the teams aren't spending money. Like, how are we going to grow the game in Pittsburgh or Arlington or, like, Colorado gets Arenado out and literally sends $50 million with him? Yeah. Like, how is that – like, I don't know. It's hard to tell people that they have to spend their money, but even if, like – Obviously, don't make it $100 million, but the fact that the Pirates are paying less money to their entire 40-man than Trevor Bauer's making a loan is terrible. Yeah, that, that, that's bad. Man, I see both sides. Granted, Trevor Bauer is making, the, money, yeah, making so more than anybody before, but yeah. It's a it's a sticky situation, but... Definitely a topic that could be looked right. over as time goes on. Yeah, because like, like I said, they might have a plan for three years down the road, but like... You can't go to an MLB owner and be like, you're not spending enough money. You have to tell me what your plan is for the yeah. next three years yeah. or I'm going to make you spend on some free agent that's not going to touch your war at all. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, like like we said, pitchers and catchers going down to Florida and Arizona this week. Um, MLB is coming back. It's exciting. Uh, MLB and ESPN announced their opening day uh, national television broadcast lineups for April 1st, for opening day. Um, and it is very, very sexy. Uh, I'll read off the lineup right now. The uh, All these times are Eastern Standard Time. 1 p.m., Blue Jays at Yankees. 4 p.m., 
Dodgers at Rockies, 7 p.m. Mets at Nationals, 10 p.m. Astros at Athletics. Very, great, great very card. pumped. Yeah, very, very outstanding nice. card. I love it. Can't wait. Other than Dodgers Rockies, I mean, I was thinking, like I was thinking when I saw this, I was like, all you have to do is flip the Rockies for the Padres, and this is like the yeah. perfect four game yeah, slate. That's what you need for your game to grow. Yeah, we got the we got the Blue Jays who made some moves, including George Springer playing at the Yankees. So I mean, it's opening day, so Garrett Cole's going to pitch, and the Yankees have a good lineup. So that's going to be a great game. Everyone should be healthy. Every, yeah, this might be one of the only times you get to see the Yankees fully healthy. So, but hey, they got a month of spring training to get guys hurt. So maybe not. Yeah, true. Kind of roasting your team, Casey, but you kind of know it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dodgers at Rockies. Dodgers. I mean. It's the Dodgers. They're going to be fun to watch anytime they're on TV. This would be a better game if Nolan Arenado was still playing. Uh, like I said, you flip the Rockies for the Padres. This is beautiful pornography. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see who the Dodgers have three guys they could put out there to start on opening day. It'll be interesting to see who they do. I think it's going to be Bauer. Yeah. Starting? Oh, no way. Actually, no, no, he's not starting. Who's going to start for the Dodgers opening day? It's going to be Kershaw. Kershaw's yes. going to feel if he comes in and. Kershaw. He's been it's that definitely dude. going to be. He's not their best pitcher anymore. Yeah, but, it's, it's yeah, but like he's yeah, but he's like the guy for the Dodgers. Yeah, Kershaw exactly. has already said he doesn't know his future with the Dodgers after his was his last year's deal or his second last year's deal. I don't know, but if he this is his contract year and the same, I don't know. Just, you kind of have to. He, he's a hard, he will hundred percent be this late. Yeah, yeah. to your guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but like at the end of the day, the fact that the Dodgers have three guys that could be the opening day starter for you and be fantastic opening day starters is very sexy for the Dodgers. So shout it's out for it's ridiculous, your honestly. Yeah, great situation for them. Good problem to have. I'm looking forward to that Mets game, actually. I am, too. Oh, looking at uh, Lindor and that orange, it's going to be weird. Well, I'm going to love it. I, very, I know you'll I'm, love it. I'm but... actually very thrilled for that game because if it was Mets-Phillies, I don't think I could deal with the stress that's not the season. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> game, game one, 162. Game, game, game one, game one. Uh, I'm really excited that Archie Bradley goes out there and blows the game. Don't worry. Wins. Don't worry. The Phillies are on the first – well, so this is on like a Thursday or Friday maybe, this lineup. But uh, for ESPN's regular scheduled Sunday night baseball, for the first Sunday of the season, they're doing three games. I don't know that entire three-game slate, but uh, Phillies Braves is one o'clock start. On that. Yeah, so uh, enjoy that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Mets Nationals game too. As an Nats fan, Degrom versus Scherzer or Strasburg, depending on how Strasburg's feeling, that's going to be a great matchup. Uh, two good lineups, two teams that made moves this offseason that are going to have a shot to make the playoffs. So good baseball will be played. And then 10 p.m. Astros at Athletics. Be interesting to see how the Astros are looking. Um, athletics, eh, they, I mean, they're the Athletics. They're always yeah. put together a decent team. If you've and watched the movie Moneyball, you know what's going to happen with the Athletics. <laughs> and if you haven't watched the movie, go watch the movie. Athletics, yeah. Astros. Athletics. I ain't really. I mean, I'm not too thrilled about that game. To be honest with you. I think that's the worst game on the on the slate, but. Oh. Rockies, Dodgers, that's the worst game. Well, yeah. I, but I mean, I want to see, yeah, you want to see Bauer. It's, that's going to be the worst. Like, I think run differential, that's going to be, like, if there's a game that's going to be a blowout, that's definitely I mean, going to be it. I enjoy watching the athletics. That's just me. That, hey, that's just good baseball. That's sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I also just realized that it's the Dodgers lineup playing at Coors Field. That's going to be a home uh, run that's derby. Gonna be I don't rough. know who the Rockies' number one starter is, but it's going to be a very tough day for him. <laughs> Justin, hammer the over. Yeah, well, yeah hammer <laughs> that over. Yeah. Uh, college baseball returns. 
Um, we haven't talked as much college sports as we usually like to. It's kind of just because basketball is like in the dog days right now. But like, we, as we will get closer though. to March. Yeah, as we get closer to March Madness, we'll definitely talk brackets and stuff. Uh, but baseball starting off, uh, I'll just I'll just go down the preseason top twenty-five that Perfect Game put out. Um, number one through number twenty-five is this order. Order: Florida, Louisville, Texas Tech, UCLA, Mississippi, Vanderbilt. Miami, LSU, Virginia, UC Santa Barbara, Arizona, Mississippi State, East Carolina, Indiana, Arizona State, North Carolina State, Auburn, Michigan, Georgia Tech, Arkansas, Florida State, Texas, Ohio State, Georgia, and UCF. All the polls have pretty much those teams just in different orders. Let's go college baseball. Can Let's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We are uh, – Five ECU students, and this is what we look forward to with athletics it's every year. The only year. sport to look forward to as an ECU student. Yeah, Cliff Godwin and the boys going to go out there and get it done this year. Clifford. Also, the SEC is always so stacked, but they have eight teams in the top 25 to start the season. And with the shortened draft last year in the MLB and, you know, everybody getting a COVID red shirt, Everybody's going to be deeper than normal. It's going to be a great year because everybody's going to be deep. Everybody's going to have players. It's right. Everybody's going to have pitching. Fired up to get out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. After that short season, they'll be excited. Yeah. That's why Zillian, baby. Talk Talking about ECU Zillian. for a little bit. I mean, it's going to suck not having Gavin for a little bit. Yeah. ECU's, uh, ECU's playing Friday night starter Gavin Williams, potentially. Mr. 100 balls. Yeah. Can throw the ball 100 miles an hour. I've seen him do it. Um, he's not going to be ready to start the season. But the Pirates still have plenty of depth in the rotation. And when he comes back, it'll be a huge addition for the Pirates. Oh, yeah, 100%. We're very pumped to watch the Pirates hopefully sweep the uh, Rhode Island Rams. If only weekend. we please, can get in there to please. watch. If only we could get in there to watch. Maybe we can sneak in there somehow. Don't oh. talk about it because now they're going to be looking <laughs> out for us. Oh, well. God. All righty. Um, this time next week. So let's go around the horn and say our – Last week, this time next week, and then we'll get into our this time next week for this week. Uh, last week, I was sweating it because I was 3-0, and and I said, Justin Turner signs in the NL. Beck called me out on it, so he said, pick a division. I said, let me pick a division and one team. He said, okay. I said, he goes to the NL East or the Dodgers because the NL East is so good, but a lot of those teams need a third baseman. And I also said the Dodgers because I just felt like he was going back to the Dodgers, and he signed with the Dodgers, so 4-0 for me. But I kind of want to be wrong because I'm getting tired of the stress of being perfect all the time. <laughs> Cam, what was yours? Uh, I said last week, this time, next week would be LeBron continues to talk about how the All-Star Weekend's not a good idea and they end up canceling it. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, and I do think they're going to continue to carry it out because now they're actually allowing family members to come to, for the All-Star Weekend, which is a huge COVID problem in my opinion, but I guess they just want to go after it, so... Yep. Beck? I said Jokic would pass Embiid in the MVP race. Just checked NBA.com. MVP race has Jokic at 3, Embiid at 2, so 0 for still. Love to see it. <laughs> I am also 1 for 3, so 1 3. All right, so I'm gonna, I said last week BYU would upset Gonzaga. Way too far from being right. I mean, it was just not even <laughs> close. What was the point difference? I don't even remember, a but lot. It, was, it was a lot. So where we are now – Two and two. Justin? All right. Well, last week I had Houston opens up and finally frees Deshaun Watson and starts talking trades. That didn't happen. So now I have a half 
to three and a half. Going <laughs> four. Very, very, uh, very no, specific. Half to three and a half. Alrighty, I like I said, I'm kind of getting tired of the stress of being so perfect, and I don't want to stress over this decision every week for the rest of our, my life. So uh, I'm gonna go out on them a little bit. I'm gonna say the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes finish it out against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets tonight, and then they will beat the Florida Panthers Wednesday night, and then they will take both games this weekend against the Chicago Blackhawks, making them sweep the week and go four and zero, and let the Canes stay hot. I hope I'm right for the fact I'm a Canes fan, but I'm, I'm kind of ready to lose one. Mr. Cam. Uh, so, for my this time next week, I think ECU baseball will hold uh, the Roadie Rams to under 10 runs throughout the entire weekend. I think that's extremely possible. I don't think URI has what it takes to come down to ECU and put up some good numbers, considering I've watched URI baseball play. And you've watched the ECU pitching. Yeah, I've definitely watched I'll even give you the 10. So if they combine for 10 runs throughout the three games, I'll let you win. So 10 or under. Sounds good. Go Pirates. Beck. Next week, Celtics are going to be in last place in the Atlantic Division. Casey is not going to be happy. They they, they are ice cold right now. Knicks are looking up. Nets are, I don't know their record exactly, but I know they're better than the Celtics. And then every other team in the division is doing better than the Celtics. So, Knicks are passing. Let's go, Knicks. All right. For my this time next week, I'm going to go out with ECU route as well. And I'm going to say they sweep the weekend against Rhode Island. And it's not going to even be close Mm. in the game. So, what do you say, Justin? Well, I got the Jazz are going to cover every game. They got the Sixers tonight, the Clippers Wednesday night, and the Clippers Friday night, and they will cover whatever the spread is, no matter what. What's, what's, the, what's the spread on that game tonight? Um, I am not sure. Go check right now. It's probably between, I'm going to race you to check. I'd have to say a three, four. Jazz minus six and a half. Six? <laughs> Six and easy easy cover. Easy cover. Definitely not an easy cover. Easy cover. I mean, it, it's Alan, possible, but out? no, I'm being is, playing. He was oh, he is playing play. now? Rudy Gobert, locking down. Me and my gang hate Rudy Gobert. Just kidding, he's in my fantasy lineup. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Anybody else got anything else about anything else that they want to talk about? Anything I don't else? think I have anything else. I'm about to Casey right quick again. Casey, you lost to a bottom three team in fantasy. Oh, man, just out. Brutal. Uh, other than that, I mean, Pirates by Azillion this weekend, and hopefully we get some sunny weather soon. I'm really yeah, sick this and rain tired of this. Yeah. Freaking rain, man! It's the, have a good it's weekend the, of college baseball. 38 de- it's 38 degrees in rain, so it's not even snow to where you can have fun in it. It's, it's beautiful weather. sucks. Yeah, just beautiful great weather. summertime for the New York kid. Uh, also, <laughs> Cam, I don't necessarily agree with you on this take or anything, but you've plugged in all four other episodes, so before we wind it down here and hop off, do you want to remind us who the best basketball player of all time is in your opinion LeBron James okay everybody thanks for coming out to episode 5 of the To Be Fair podcast we appreciate you listening in Uh, go follow us on the Twitter go follow the show on the Twitter thanks for coming out go Pirates Pirates sweep the Rody Rams go all of our To Be Fair next weeks go sports we'll see ya